Thank you for tuning in to the Feld Podcast. I am your host, Sam Iscavel. Here at the Feld Podcast, we focus on failures and challenges that our guests have experienced. Along the way, they've learned lessons, and our hope is that you learn from their lessons. And if you're facing challenges, maybe one of our guests can encourage you to keep going. Through the power of conversation and asking the right question, we hope to leave you with insight and wisdom that can help you face your failures and your challenges. On behalf of the Feld Podcast, thank you for listening. And now we want to welcome our guest, the Osos Golosos guys. How are y'all doing? Thank Good. y'all for uh, for coming on. I've been trying to set this up for a minute. How's everyone doing? Good, pretty man. Good, man. Doing pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty relaxing Saturday for me, at least. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good to relax on Saturday. Sometimes it's hard because we fit in all of our chores and stuff we can't do during the week, but I'm glad to hear that. We'll start from over there. Introduce yourself. I know y'all have some nicknames, but y'all have, uh, you know, the names that your parents gave you. The tell us who you are on the government Osos. Names. My yeah. government names. And right. tell us who you are in the real world. Uh, my name is Grizzly. Uh, my real name is Jose Macias, and, you know, uh, it's just your average Mexican, you know, just out here, <laughs> just grinding out, man. Just All basically right. what it is. You're I Chicano. love it, man. You're Chicano, man. He's saying, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicano. We have this argument every day. Yeah, different. The chi- <laughs> Chicano today. or Mexican? Yeah, Chicano. It's a tough one. Well, yeah. I might ask y'all because I, I need I need some resolve when it comes to those two terms as well. I, th- I think they separate people. I mm-hmm. said, let's yeah. just get rid of them, and we're Latinos and let's roll, man. I think True. we're stronger together. Yeah. But anyways. Grizzly, uh, we have Grizzly, and then we have Ghost. Yeah, Ghost. Uh, what's up, everybody? It's Elias Hernandez. Thank you, man. Thank yeah. you for coming by. And Don Juan, what's up, everybody? I'm Juan. Um, Juan Galvan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty easy. Yeah. So here on the Felt Podcast, what I want to do is to tell people stories, see where they came from. I know there's some encouraging things in your life that maybe you haven't had a chance to share. This is the chance, all right? So I'm going to start. You're going to be last, bro, because you talk the most on your podcast. <laughs> so we're going to re- not joke it. And then yeah, you're I'm second. Sure all right. And Elias, you're at, at the end. But I'm very interested yeah. in you. When I had to thank you for the invite guys in here, um, Lyrical, I focus on Lyrical. I talk to him a little bit more. And he <clears> tends to be a little bit quiet. But he has, obviously, a, a lot to say. Obviously, he's a writer. Yeah. And he raps and stuff. And so I had a good time talking with him. So I'm going to focus in on you right now. Tell me a little bit about your younger life when you were young, where you were born, some of your early years. Just really? how was it? What it what was it like for you? Yeah, well, I mean, I was born in Indiana. Oh, okay. In a little city called Mishawaka. Oh, nice. Yeah. No, not right, right here at all. <laughs> no, it's land of the corn, bro. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Open fields and plains. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. And then, so- uh, well, I was raised in Mexico, actually, for uh-huh. like the first five years. Okay. Actually, four. How's your memory about that? Uh, don't remember much of it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I do remember, like, we used to live, like, next to, like, it was like a cornfield, too. <laughs> 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 yeah, but we used to live, like, in uh, what they call cerros. Yeah. Right there. What, the, what's that mean in English? Seattle, like Seattle? Little Hills. Little Hills, okay. Like, in the hills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, so, you went to school over there, or mm-hmm. you came over here when we went to school? I went to first grade over there. First grade, mm-hmm. and then you came over here. When you came over here, what was that like? What was your school? What were your friends like? Because, you know, that transition can be a bit tough. I should, it was scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was scary, bro. Like, I, my first time coming here, to be honest, bro, I, I've never seen, like, African-Americans. Yeah. Never. Mm-hmm. 
and I was like on the verge of five, if not already, but first time I got here, I saw my first African-American when yeah. I was in school and I, I started crying. I got scared. I'm not really? going to lie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. And I didn't know no English at all. So that's what got it. That's what, like, I guess scared me the most. I was like, I didn't understand nobody. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because n new places, new people intimidate so many people. Yeah. And the people who can kind of, like, jump across communities and cultures, it seems like you learn a yeah. lot more. So as you grew up, even though you had that fear, when did you see it start going away? When did you develop friendships with other cultures that kind of helped you understand and say, okay, I, I, maybe I was a little wrong when I was little. I didn't yeah. understand. I guess once I started learning a little more English, once yeah. I got to know people and I actually actually just got out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Now, did y'all grew up knowing English right off the bat? Yeah. Like English was your <laughs> second, first language? Second. Second. English was mine, mine as well, but I, I learned English. I, so I don't even know yeah. what that feels like I was to Spanish. learn English, you know? <laughs> like my parents yeah. came over here, uh, I can't even imagine. They were already yeah. older and they had to learn English. Yeah. And, if, and they did somehow. And so, uh, okay, so jump up to middle school. Tell me some of the challenges maybe that you faced growing up that you feel benefit you now that make who you are today. From middle school, um, or just your younger, your younger uh, self. I don't know. I guess just being friendly to everybody. So you were pretty friendly. <laughs> yeah, you had a lot of friends. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Honestly, when I think about it, I was like, I didn't think I had that many friends, but yeah, yeah, you got along. Bit, yeah, I got along with everybody. I like that, man. At least anybody who wanted to give me a chance. Yeah. Grizzly, tell me a little bit about when you grew up, where you grew up, how was it? What were some of the like, like traumatic experiences that you had when you were little or was it just all like was it all nice uh well when i grew up i, I grew up in you know, like a south side of fort worth so yeah. i was like i had family members that were in like in that gang life and stuff so i had to grew up seeing that uh like i said uh when we first met i had a mom that was sick up my whole childhood and yeah stuff. so i would say it was it was all right. It's just I had to grow up quick, you know, mm -hmm. like in order to survive on my own and stuff. But it was pretty. Besides that, everything was pretty, you know, pretty now, cheesy. Now, people always said they needed to grow up quick. <clears throat> like I hear interviews and all these people on TV. I had to grow up quick. What does that consist of? What What did you have to do? And the reason I'm asking is because there's some people that are watching and maybe their kids don't realize. Hey, I'm having to grow up quick, and you have to give up kind of your childhood if you grow up quick yeah so what were some of the things that maybe looking back now you're like man I sh why was i doing that and i know long you know looking back it helps mm -hmm. but what did, what were some of the things that you had to do that you knew kids weren't doing your age oh man like i had to learn how to cook for myself uh, clean the house yeah i had to go work with my dad at an early age um just not really having the chance to like go out or yeah. like do like normal kid stuff yeah I, I would do that for like a little bit but like as soon as that got happened i had to switch it up and like you know what yeah it's time to like support or help out the household basically got it how uh what how old were you when you were working and what what type of work were you doing uh i think i started working with my dad like at 12 13 and it was like in construction with brick lane masonry and work and all that yeah, stuff yeah boy you got in it hard man <laughs> yeah do you remember being mad do you remember just not knowing any any different Oh man, I was mad, man. Cause <laughs> that man, work is that work is hard, man. Yeah. You know, and I was like, damn, why am I doing this? But then I was like, I had to switch it up. Like, nah, I gotta, I gotta help out somehow. Yeah. You know? And and looking back, you did it for a moment. You were helping the household because mm -hmm. you had to grow up quick. What respect did it 
help you get for your dad? Because you got to see him at work, and a lot of people don't get to see their their dads at work. Yeah, I, I would say it's it's I have the utmost most respect for my pops because um, you know having to work hard every day and then still yeah. having to come home to take care of my mom and like uh, take care of us too. Yeah. Like he still taught us lessons. I think the most thing that I liked was. Uh, him teaching me lessons while we're working, mm. you know, like gave me life lessons or just telling me, hey, that sometimes you got to sacrifice some of the things to get where you need to go. Yeah. So that's really stuck with me, too. So I like it, man. Juan, tell me a little bit about your growing up. I know I, on your last episode, you mentioned that you were pretty sheltered for a long time and that you started branching out when you got to college. I mean, that's a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, there's some good, there's some bad in that, but tell me a little bit about how you grow up and uh, how you grew up and what you remember when you were young. Um, well, growing up, I was really influenced by my older cousins and my sisters kind of um, branching away from what I considered uh, to be real traditional. Um, so it was going, I was really into rock and really into kind of like that kind of scene of music yeah. and really music helped shaped um, kind of my influences, my ideas and, and just kind of like gravitate me towards uh, kind of really enjoying that side of, yeah. of media. And I was able to kind of um, take it in and really absorb it all and learn a lot from it. So like Jose said, like kind of growing up fast but or on your own yeah i felt that way in a little bit um mostly because my parents mostly were working the entire time yeah um my dad owns uh his own uh company here in fort worth calvan floor shout out to them there you go there's a plug <laughs> there go. Um, but he was like he was the head honcho he was busy all the time and my mom was there you know supporting him the same thing so yeah a lot of it was just kind of like well um i, I was kind of left with my sister to you know to mm. for them to take care of me so a lot of it was i still felt kind of like isolated yeah. in a way but uh, it didn't stop me from branching out and, and kind of like being like uh in the lives like, real friendly like i was i can honestly say like a lot of people um have told me like they they've known me for a long time and yeah. they valued um how friendly i am with them and stuff so and um, i always regurgitate that with them as well because um i value i kind of learned to value every single moment and experience that i meet with people um because of um how little time we actually have in this world yeah um, it goes by in a flash man. Yeah, absolutely and learning that kind of like made me realize like well you know you can't always be upset at a small thing when you know the next day something terrible might happen i hear you so it's, it's important to kind of like move forward so in right now in this culture like hustle mentality everybody wants to be a business owner and they're like i, I want to start my own business and it almost seems easy like people say it like it's nothing and it, it's not a negative but I, you obviously mentioned your dad had a business and he was busy all the time and not only was he busy but your mom was right next to him yeah and so he was absent from the house mm -hmm. in, in a sense i'm not saying it in a negative way and no no not at all people don't realize that like whenever you're building something big you're busy bro like Absolutely. You, you, something has to give there just isn't enough time yeah. so how do you see entrepreneurship you know considering how you saw your parent you know your your, your dad because you could have easily say like man i wish he was home more but then yeah. you would have had to sacrifice some of the luxuries that come with owning yeah. a business tell me some of the challenges that you face because your dad was so busy running a business um really i guess 
the biggest one would kind of being under his shadow you know i'm yeah. the son i'm the junior everyone mm. kind of expected the same thing from me and yeah. and it was just kind of hard to to, to keep up right um and like i love my dad to death and he's taught me so much as much as like when it comes to being professional and, and really um and like inspiring me to just yeah. keep trying keep working hard so i feel like the best thing that i've gotten from him is is, is his hard work um, even though sometimes I myself might not think it, but I started to see it more when it came to podcasting, mm. and at least for me, because um, the way he, how he said, hustled, yeah. you know, going about his work and nonstop. That's how I feel about what this media um, and what it means to me, yeah. and like putting. Because I think the the biggest one was the biggest thing that kind of like separated me um, from from what my dad does is just like I enjoy working for him. But that doesn't necessarily mean I loved working like that kind of job, got it, right? Got it. And so I was like, I don't know how he can. I never really like put it into perspective of how can he continue to do this and have this love for it. Yeah. But now that I'm doing this mm-hmm. and I'm seeing the hours that I'm spending, the the time like editing and organizing and yeah. making everything look kind of like perfect or like the way I want it. Yeah. Now I see and and kind of like appreciate that you understand. Yeah, absolutely. My and dad, so like, yeah. my dad's been doing the same thing. Well, not the same thing, but the, for <laughs> working for a couple for thirty five years. Mm-hmm. Like you don't hear that nowadays. And mm-hmm. I always wonder how what gear was my dad on. <laughs> yeah. Now let me let me ask y'all guys. How was the, your mom was sick, but your dad was present. What about your parents? Were both present? Was yeah. that mom and dad there? Tell me some things about your dad that you admire that maybe you've never told them. And here's why I'm mentioning, especially for people. People watching uh, as men we have a hard time kind of showing love to our dad or telling them some truths like dad like oh, yeah, you know I, sure. I appreciate you you know buy me those shoes I was such an idiot for asking for them they were so expensive yeah. whatever you know it could be whatever tell me some qualities that your dad that you saw in your dad that you hope to kind of uh, also be when you grow up and as you, you do you have a family now yeah you have a family? oh me yeah. no no not yet <laughs> so you do like like what is your dad instilled i mean he showed me how to be like basically a man like he's a hard worker like mm-hmm. he provides for it's like it's well right now it's like me my sister my mom and him living in the house yeah but then my sister comes over too but she has three kids and he still finds time for like everybody i love it bro and i'm like that's crazy because yeah I dip out. <laughs> when my sister comes over, I'm like, it's too much noise. Yeah. I can't, bro. I like the peace, but he showed so me quality, how to like. Your dad knows about quality time. Yeah. He knows quality time. He knows how to be a hard worker. I learned that from him, too. Also, like, he's a little bit of a hothead, so. Yeah. But, so I mean, that was one of the challenges said, you had growing up is that he was a hothead. You yeah, said, you just learn how to, like, deal with people. Yeah. So, yeah. Was he a hard disciplinary at home when you were growing up? No, I mean, both of my parents are like that. Yeah. They believe in discipline, like hard discipline. Yeah, my, my dad was, was quiet, and, and boy, he got on me when I messed up because he didn't have time. He didn't have time to mess around with me. Yeah. He was leading other men in his job, and so I was just another man. Like, if I did something wrong, he'd give it to me hard. And I didn't <laughs> talk to my dad a lot growing up until now. And so yeah. there was a lot of quiet time you know growing up with my dad and people don't realize it how important it is and you luckily you know you had some good memories and how about you what what were some things that your dad um has instilled in you or that you admire about him that you just never told him and you wish you would oh man i would say like to never (laughs) give up 
Cause oh man, no matter no matter what he goes through, the situation it is, bro, he always. Uh, I'd say his patience. Yeah, he has his patience. Is, <laughs> that's what I got from him too. Because yeah. yeah. we have the patience to where you can test it, push our buttons, and we're just like, hey man, you know it ain't worth it. Yeah. So uh, his patience, like Juan said, and his like. <laughs> It's just his hard work too, bro. I mean, uh, Mexican Mexican dads are like really strong. But if I was to tell him something, <laughs> I would tell him, "Hey, man, I appreciate everything you do, and like, uh, I wish I can return the favor soon." You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. For like taking care of us and everything. Now we can't, you know, just give our dads flowers without, <laughs> you know, it's not gonna work out. Yet. No, no, we got to talk about the moms. Mm -hmm. How how was your mom in your life? What did she teach you? What challenges did you have, you know, with your with your mother and how how your how's your relationship now? And the reason I'm asking these questions, right? Because we're young men, yeah. And 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 people are watching, and a lot of people don't know how to just have a good family, good communication, yeah. mm -hmm. or how to admire their parents. Man, I see a lot of hate towards parents, and I'm just like, dude, they they fed you, man, yeah. like yeah. they clothed you. And so, tell me a little bit about your mom and what she's taught you. Starting with yeah, me. we'll start okay. with you. <laughs> looking at me. He's looking at um, you. <laughs> no, well, my mother, um, she's she to me, she's a saint. Um, she's a very loving person. Um, she can be hard at times when it can when it comes to her stubbornness, and <laughs> I think it has to deal with how she was raised in in the yeah. same household. She had a lead. She was a family of um, I believe six. She was the oldest oh. or uh, oldest girl. Yeah. Um, she had uh, she has an older brother, but she basically had to raise her siblings as well. So um, she was, you know, tough. She was very tough, very stern, and and kind of like the leader of her family. Mm -hmm. And to me, um, it was a little overwhelming, overbearing, a little mm -hmm. bit other times. Like I can see that, um, you know, I kind of had like growing up, I had this kind of like, you know, she loves me obviously, and I know that she loves me, um, and I love her too. But it was just kind of like overwhelming sometimes where yeah. she wouldn't like kind of let me go really much anywhere. <laughs> You're like, Mama, you, you love me too much. You, yeah, love, you gotta and, let me go. You gotta and, let me and go. I, and like, again, growing up, I respected it like um, uh, more so now. But um, but now she like spoils me a lot. Yeah. Like um, because I'm her only son and, you know, it kind of oh. goes with like, oh, mama's boy kind of yeah. thing. And I mean, I'll be honest, it's kind of true in, in my case. Cause, I, um, now, I understand a yeah. little bit more about you now. <laughs> <Yeah>. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and I mean, I, my relationship with my mother, um, I'm thankful that I, I push it because before she was like, no, you can't do this. You can't mm. do that. You can't do that. And now, like, I think when I turned 18 is whenever she, it flipped. Yeah. She couldn't tell me like, oh, you had, you don't do that. Don't go, don't go with this person because, um, I was kind of. She saw that I was responsible enough yeah. to not get in trouble, yeah. and that kind of like allowed me to, like, um, kind of go out and and enjoy myself. Really, did you have that, the, mom? I'm 18. I'm gonna <laughs> do what I want. I'm going out. You better be home at seven. Yes, mom. Like, did you have <laughs> no, that moment when? Uh, not really, like a you know a whole uh, situation or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, she was she would call from like when she's concerned. But I would always tell her, like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm usually, um, and this is, you know, I really didn't go out like that until I was in college. Yeah. And then when in college, after that, like, there was no, no saying. No really. holding you back, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm but, joking, joking. <laughs> but now, as a, as an, I guess, a um, young adult, I talk to her about things that she would have never wanted me to talk to her about. And I bring up, like, um, things that I've learned and I've experienced, and, and I'm able to open up with her a lot more. And, and it's, I'm thankful for that with both my parents, because I'm able to kind of 
um, feel less um, scared to talk to them. Yeah, uh, like as a as a grown up. Communication's mm-hmm. good, man. Elias, tell me a little bit about your mom and what you admire about her, what she's taught you. Well, again, bro, she's she's always been there. Like, yeah, no matter what, like she's always gonna be there. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, even if like you, you like you know like I don't I don't want to curse, but. <laughs> Like, if, for instance, if, if you, you were to go home after this interview and say, Mom, I'm hungry. Is she going to make you something? Yeah. Bam. That's great. That's good. <laughs> She's man. like, it get it. Yeah. Or I just go home like, hey, what's there to eat? You know, I just go work, come home, and then have to dip out. But she's always been there. Like, no matter how, like, many times you messed up, she's always going to be there. Yeah. She's like, I don't know, basically your best friend. I love And then it, it's like, it's weird, like. Especially for my sister. Like, she's went through stuff, so. So she's been there for your sister. You got to see that. Yeah. We all did. <laughs> yeah. But, um, mm-hmm. I love it. Grizzly? Oh, man. So, <laughs> like, I would, I want to say this to everybody. So, if you have your mom, man, I need you to cherish every moment that you have with him. Because, like, at any moment, something can happen, you know. So, my mom passed away, like, three years ago. And I would say, like, man, my mom taught me so much, uh, I guess the biggest thing was just to keep going. So, like, no matter what you go through, yeah. no matter what the situation is or your health or whatever, bro, just keep on pushing forward and keep on looking to, like, there's always better days. Yeah. <clears throat> so, like, she would, uh, she saw when she was in the bed and the sick and stuff. So, like, she had saw, like, the, the St. Jude's commercial of all the little kids and stuff. And she was like, man, these little kids have it worse than I do and stuff. So, it was like, the, so that gave her the motivation to keep on going and stuff. Yeah. So, that she always taught me to be, uh, to always keep going, keep pushing. Yeah. Like, no matter what life throws at you, just always look ahead of the next day. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I appreciate y'all sharing. That was a little bit more on the serious side. But, yeah. you know, I think it's important for... Because I'm watching your podcast and, you know... T- sometimes y'all have me laughing. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I need it. Yeah. I don't have permission <laughs> to listen to... Not Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I, you know... And so I'm, just, I'm just trying to spotlight, like, the, the human <laughs> side of y'all. Because y- y'all fun and... Dude, it's just... It's crazy. But thank y'all for sharing that. I think it's yeah, important for us as we're podcasters for people to kind of hear our, you know, what we're like and where we came from and how we grew up. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you another question. This tends to, a lot of funny stuff happens in our first few jobs or maybe our first job, no, right? right? <laughs> Obviously we know what you did mm-hmm. and we know that you probably worked for your dad, but first job where you had to work for someone. What was that first job and what was a funny or challenging experience that you had at that job? So I started working at Brooks Brothers um, when I was in college and that was the first job where I honestly was, I mean, it was, wasn't working for a family. Yeah. Right. And so I really enjoyed that job a lot because it was, I mean, it was retail. It was tough. We actually just taught, made a couple clips about retail, working retail. So we kind of have a good background on it, but that job, it was just kind of like random. Um, yeah. It was a very professional company. Uh, it's like, think of Polo, but mm-hmm. um, a little bit more expensive. And so it was kind of a high of a clothing. Yeah, Brooks Brothers. And so um, the people who actually like work there just weren't the people you expected who, to mm. work at or that kind of retail. Yeah. You know, and it just made me feel so comfortable. Um, a lot of situations that happened, it was so funny. Um, for me, <laughs> I, I was the only one that really spoke Spanish in a, in a <laughs> building full of Hispanics. 
Got it, got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Chicanos. this was in, yeah, Coconuts. basically, yeah. <laughs> Coconuts and nopales, <laughs> caras nopales, that I call them. Um, so it was often like, it was fun because I was, I was, all, I was supposed to be inventory, so in the back, kind of just stocking and stuff. Yeah. But they had to like, hey, come, come over here. We need your help, you know, because, and it was like, and it's funny because everyone else was Hispanic, but they don't speak Spanish. Mm. And um, this is kind of in the San Antonio, Austin area. Yeah. So it's just shocking to me and realizing that like all the way up here is where mostly people speak, actually speak Spanish, at least Hispanics. Um, over there in that area, not a lot of people do. Oh, okay. And um, so I was able to kind of interact with the customers a little bit more friendly, like, and there was a lot of customers coming in from internationally, so I was able to kind of just hear their side stuff. And so I would, I would the, be the one kind of like chismeando, um, or amongst people who only spoke Spanish, no, which know. was funny, like to me, because like you would hear things that you didn't want to hear. Um, I was speaking to I actually, and it's funny because I explained this to my mom. And I was telling her about all these things that, like, I was like, people just opened up and started <laughs> pouring out their life story to me. And I was yeah. like, I'm just trying to do my job. Like, I don't know what's going on, but yeah. That's cool. Yeah. How about y'all? First job, something funny or a challenging uh, experience? I used to work at the movie tavern called uh, Cinema Latino. Mm -hmm. That was like my first job ever. Yeah. It was, so it was a movie theater. <laughs> yeah. It was How was it? The one in the Grand Plaza? Dude, I worked there <laughs> when it was a long time ago. I worked at that theater. It was a, it was a dollar. I think it was it was crazy, bro. I'm just really? saying, like we 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 made a mess in there. When That's was, all I got. Yeah, we did center. too. When it was Town Center, man, <laughs> yeah. I was in there, and it was the coolest place to work because all my friends would show up on the weekends. <laughs> they would all come in for free. Like yeah. it, it was a <laughs> free I, movies. I would climb on the roof through the movies and walk around the mall on the oh, roof yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then the the you know the ar arches in there there was holes on them because it was just like plus and i would i could look down and it was so crazy bro but that's so it's funny that you worked yeah. in that same building yeah apparently that that <laughs> cinema latino's haunted by a little girl or something yeah yeah i didn't the little girl never scared me but i, I was there bro and yeah I, I, I have to say man it was fun man if you're young you looking for your first job at movie theaters pretty fun it's crazy it's long hours and stuff but yeah but it's fun like straight out of school you just come over here sweep some popcorn yeah sweep <laughs> a lot of bur buttery smells in. yeah but you would find stuff on the floor man yeah. everything Bro. would fall out of people's <laughs> pockets like and you're sweeping and you're just like okay no one's can see it no one's okay and then, yeah dude <laughs> watches and, yeah money just anything it would be on the floor It'd be a mess but whatever it's a tip yeah it's a tip <laughs> man how about you first job something you learned something funny uh, my first job was Domino's uh, outside of like uh, family work. Yeah. Uh, I, luckily, I had to work with some friends and stuff, so it made it kind of fun. I think the worst thing bro, that I did not like about it was customers complaining about them, the littlest stuff, man, mm. or like just to just to say shit, just to get free stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm like, nah, bro. That's that's one thing I didn't like. I didn't like getting yelled at by random people, <laughs> and like people hearing people complain about the most smallest stuff. Yeah. What are some significant experiences that y'all have had in your life, okay, dig deep, that have shaped you in who you are today? Okay. And I'll let you think about it. For instance, when I was like 15, I got in a really bad car wreck. My car flipped, it threw me out. I was in the hospital for two weeks. Mm. You trust me, it changed my life. You know, when both of your grandmas show up from Mexico, it's serious. So yeah. I remember I was like, 
Oh, there's one Willita. Okay. <laughs> there's two. And I was like, ah, something's going on, right? Yeah. So that was my something big that happened with me. Yeah. And I look at life different after that, you know? So can y'all think of something that y'all went through that's kind of shaped you and who you are today? Well, I guess it's kind of the same as yours, but I fell out of like a truck while I was working at FedEx. Really? <laughs> Do tell. Details, oh. details. <laughs> we, we both can tell you. <laughs> he was there. Yeah, yeah, we're together yeah. that part. Yeah, they were, yeah. Were, so one of you was driving you on the passenger or something. You turned or you flew out or <laughs> yeah, what happened? Yeah, the back door, uh, the back gate opened up and I was like right there. <laughs> Let's just say I was right there and ended up like slipping out the truck while it was in, like it was moving. Oh. Yeah, I would, I'd say what, like driving. a good twenty-five miles. Yeah, it was, we were moving. <laughs> you back. were driving. Yeah. So y'all really close. Yeah. Like y'all really close. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah, did, what was, did you learn from it, man? What huh? What did you learn? I mean, well, it's a we're lot. La- we're laughing now. <laughs> were, you, were you mad at him? Oh, How, I, I was knocked, bro. You, oh, you got knocked down. No, I was knocked out for a good out, yeah. three, four year days. What? And I was out of work for a good two months. And How did you feel, bro? That's pretty, I feel that's, bad. <laughs> I feel bad, and but I was like. Uh, so like whenever he felt like, cause I was driving, took a like took a well stop sign, took a turn, and then uh, that's when I guess whenever he had slipped out. But uh, I think the most thing that felt bad, cause like I was the one like I took him to the hospital. I was like, hey bro, you need to stay up, you know what I'm saying? Cause that way you don't fall asleep. Yeah, took like- him to the hospital, checked him in, and then just waited for like his family to get there. That was like the most hardest thing. Like, dang, his family's gonna be mad at me, bro. No, they were. <laughs> yeah. They told me they were. They were mad. I was like, man. I was like, well, hey, I'm gonna dip out because I know this is y'all's case now. But <laughs> and I was just check up on him and see how he was. Dude, nah. you had to. Oh my. But God. the craziest part is like, I don't know how long I knocked out. I think it was a couple of seconds. But when I woke up, I was like this eye looked. It looked like I was cracked. Yeah, that was weird. I was like, it had a line in there or something. <laughs> yeah, like a whole squiggly line. Like, and this side was I couldn't see nothing, and this one I could. I was like, whoa. But you're good now. You're a hundred. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent. Some something like that. But you're so mean, bro. You're and, so mean. Man. And then I, I, I like some guy. I think some guy actually stopped and said, "Hey, you're good." I was all like messed up. I was all like injured. I was like. <laughs> I just hobbled my myself off the road. I was in the road. It was like a little highway. Yeah. And then uh, I got my phone. Now that's when I called him. I was like, "Hey, bro, come back for me." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Truck field light. Yeah. Come yeah. back and get me, bro. Yeah. But ended up going to the hospital like in Denton. Yeah. So my oh, whole man. family, like a lot of people, went. I was like, I don't expect none of y'all to be here. That's crazy. Yeah, but everybody that, thought like I got in a motorcycle accident. Got it. Got it. No one hit you. Luckily, you fell out. Uh, luckily, bro. Yeah, so <laughs> it could have been worse. Yeah. And then the first time I saw him, I was like, "Hey, bro, it's all good. Don't worry about it." <laughs> and he couldn't look at me in the eyes. I know. I yeah, mean, it was that's hard, tough, bro. Was like, bro don't like, worry about it. It's okay. <laughs> just so you know, I've never pushed a friend out of a car. Just, yeah. so <laughs> just very few people did that. Yeah. It takes a certain kind of individual. That's, that's, what, make, that's what makes our bond stronger, man. I know. Yeah. It, Behave, bro. Yeah. Remember. I'll do it again. Remember. Yeah. Do it, again. it was like the, the Lion King scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. How about you? Something, I mean, that's pretty traumatic, but yeah. maybe something else that has taught you a lot, you know, that happened in the past. Man, uh, I don't know. I would kind of say like, <clears throat> like a sibling related. So they veered off in another direction and stuff, you know, doing, you know, all these drugs and stuff. And like their mentality is different from mine. Uh, I would say um, just seeing how they would act and, like, do stuff, I'm like, man, that's, that's no way to live life, you yeah. know? So, like, um, that just kind of made me think of, uh, my, like, my life can't be just this. Got you know it. what I'm saying? Like, our our lives, our livelihood cannot just be, we can't live to this stigma of, like, 
But you know, growing up in the south side, growing up in the hood, to see how everybody yeah. lives like. So I had changed my mentality. I was like, I'm not gonna live like this. This ain't yeah. this ain't no life to live like, you know. Yeah. So I think that just made me just put a realization to push myself to be better. It, it's so easy to just match what everyone's doing when you're yeah. growing up. Like, where who? Did Dare, you know that program Dare, did they help you? Or how did you get that in your head? Like, dude, they're doing it. It looks like fun. Everyone's, you know, they have the girls and they're cool or whatever. You know, the the, the way we see it when we're young. Mm-hmm. Who who told you or how did you have that instinct to say, yeah, I, I don't want to do that? Like, I, that's definitely a dead end. Nah, just the way, uh, just seeing people around them and then around the area and stuff. I'm like, I, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't partake in that. Like, uh like the lifestyle is cool and all, you know, it's fun, yeah. but it's not really, it's not, it's not for nobody, right? Yeah. You know, Guys like just up. recently, yeah, just recently I had a conversation with my brother and now he's like, uh, he's on the right track now, you yeah. know, so I'm very thankful for that. We had that deep conversation that was needed and stuff. So now he's doing a lot better, but I, I just told him, I was like, man, I just, I had some very good role models growing up and yeah. so I hope you don't take offense to it, but y'all taught me how not to live life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you hate to be that role model, but yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, but they're some tough. They tough, bro. They tough. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> something significant that happened in your life that shaped you today. Um, I think uh, throughout my life, I've uh, experienced a lot of uh, uh, funerals and deaths, like um, both family and friends, mm. and it's kind of made me like how I said earlier, like just. Um, appreciate the time that i have with with everybody that i know and um i think my cousin said it best he said he's like juan will be so busy that you know you can't like he can't do this or that but if you invite him to something and he'll make the time to try to go Mm -hmm. and and i i that's exactly how i feel like where if you invite me to something i will go i will try my best to go if i'm able to or you know, if it's not, if it's if it's not interfering with anything that I'm like, you know, kind of focused on, um, because um, just a little time that that um, we have here is just um, something that I really value. Valuable. Um, I've lost uh, quite a bit of family, a uh, couple friends, um, both to suicide or just an accident, mm. and it's just kind of helped. It, it not helped, but you know, it shaped me to kind of realize, you know, the important thing of life is to value that time yeah it's, it's to value time itself well okay guys we got a little <laughs> <laughs> that's why we left yeah Thank you, man that's why we have fun so the osos golosos podcast let's jump we're gonna go ahead and just jump forward you know you gotta be creative you gotta be confident to do this podcast thing so I want to kind of explore that. There's a lot of people who want a podcast right now, and there's a lot of people who are going to fail. There's a lot of people that are going to do it, and y'all do it with three people. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's so hard. You know, I, I don't know. How, <laughs> I don't know how y'all do it, or the groups that do do it with uh, four or three people. It, it just seems difficult. Tell me how y'all came together. What was that like night where y'all like? Man, I'm bored, man. Like, uh, y'all want to do a podcast, man? And then you <laughs> it was kind of like that. Yeah, it was kind of like that. How did it happen? How did you come to the name, and then we'll, we're going to kind of explore creativity and then your your dynamic as a group? I mean, I would say like it was it was more like a, a group effort. So like we said, we were just chilling and we we're like, man, you know, it'd be cool to start. It would be like a podcast or something like that. Yeah. And 
and then Juan had said like, "Hey man, I'm actually getting into it and stuff." So like, I can get all the stuff. I was like, "Me and Elias were like, you know what? We're down." Yeah. But the, I would say the one thing like that's really important about us is just the chemistry and like you have to flow with each other. So each one of us have our own little characteristic, and we bounce off of each other because yeah. of that. So and like I think just being like close and connected to people, I think that's what really helps our little. Well, let me okay. Let me put that to the test. What are their character, their characteristics, and and then you you tell me what theirs are, and then you're gonna tell me what theirs are. Okay. Hopefully, y'all all just don't copy each other. Right. What are what are their characteristics? <laughs> what do they bring to the group from your perspective? Well, he's nonchalant, so he really doesn't really care about yeah. anything. He's just like, you know, whatever happens, yeah. happens. And then Juan's he's a little bit more serious, but like once you poke at him and get his little funny side out, then it starts popping out, you know? Yeah. That's why we like that's why we because we need that serious in the group. Got you know? it. Because if not, we'd be everywhere. Right? And that's that's, that's Juan. Okay. <laughs> yeah. How about yeah. you? How would you describe your, your co host? I describe Juan like the father figure. He tells us what to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we'll his we'll, what the fuck? <laughs> and Grizzly will um hmm. How would I describe you? Well, I guess I've been knowing him a lot, so it's just like a brother. Yeah. I guess it's like a family basically. Yeah. So you just come he's, he's yeah. comfortable sitting next to him. Yeah, I'm just comfortable sitting next to both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, how about you? <laughs> I would say Elias uh, is very, um, like, you'll get gold out of him, and he won't know it. He won't know that he just gave you gold. Yeah. Like, and I think that's the best thing about our show yeah. is that, like, um, you know, we work all three in, in individually, like, because um, a lot of times, like, it's, it's uh, Grizzly and me trying to kind of go back and forth about being funny, and then... Elias will just be funny and it's yeah. like whoa like you know <laughs> and, and it's just so um, it, it just makes our, our our group function much better and when Grizzly he'll he's very direct and very uh, stern mm-hmm. and I like that a lot because it's kind of um, different from me and Elias mm-hmm. uh, Jose will speak his mind and that's what we need yeah yeah the osos golosos mm-hmm. how did y'all come up with the name Translated for people watching, what does it mean in English? Uh, it basically means sexy bears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, no explanation needed. Let me go to the next question. I was going to like help people. No, no. Okay, so the also Was it a combined effort or did someone come up with it? How do y'all collab like to come up with, like to make a decision with three AR at the table? Um, Damn, I think that was kind of hard. We yeah. pitch it and catch it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I think at the beginning we were just throwing out names, and I just because um, I was in charge of like the programming and all that stuff. So I was like, well, I don't want to be corny, you know. I want it to be us. I want to be fresh. Yeah. And um, you know, Grizzly has had his nickname for the longest time, Grizzly, <laughs> and so, and um, I think you said that you've been called like an also before, something <laughs> like that. No. no? No, my nickname changes with years, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I just kind of like was like, oh, well, what can we do? And and I just kind of put um, osos, but I was like, well, I don't know what what word with it. Like yeah. osos, the three osos. I'm like, no, nah, that sounds kind of dumb. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, well, osos golosos is kind of rhymes. And it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's kind of true. Yeah, it's kind of really true. Yeah, you know? okay, super true. <laughs> yeah. And so it just kind of fit, and we, I brought it up to them, and they were just like, yeah, that I like it a lot. I was like, yeah. are y'all sure? I was like, because I'm very um, 
uh, and what's it called? Um, he I likes to get, make sure. Like, yeah, yeah, I triple check everything. Yeah. Or I'm very insecure. Yeah. When it comes to my bear, you right. Never mind. Yeah. It wasn't on a good term. No. <laughs> <laughs> from certain community. Yeah. <laughs> what are some of the biggest lessons that y'all have learned? How, like how many podcasts? Y'all started in, I, I wrote down 2021. Yeah, tw- 2020. No, 2021. I would say. Long time. I yeah. mean, that's pretty good. You got, oh, yeah. y- y'all got a lot on, of episodes. Y'all, yeah. been, y'all been working together for a while. What the beginning to now? What are some of the things that y'all have learned? We'll start with you that you've learned doing this because it seems like it's out of your element. Like you seem kind of kind of quiet, and you're you know you say you're a man of few words, but you know you get them laughing when you do speak. (laughs) So what have you learned from podcasting? I guess what I've learned is like how to work around people. You know, like what they offer, work with it, and kind of like stir it together. Yeah. So there's that and also like i'm still learning still to this point but i'm learning more on the programming side mm-hmm. like how to do things what What do you enjoy about podcasting the most and what do you feel like i need to i want to improve in this area and i'm going to ask you all the same thing yeah. so get loaded up well what i enjoy most is like just spending time with them yeah to be honest like we just like spending time with with them and then what i need to improve is uh put a little more effort in there you know yeah yeah because <laughs> my effort sometimes is just <laughs> really yeah it's all good it's a little too you gotta identify it before you can start to, to adjust it so i'm glad you're saying mm-hmm. it here stay tuned because the <laughs> the osos level is going up right okay how about you what have you learned about podcasting how has it made you better and what do you feel like you maybe you need to work on or what you excel at oh man i think like i said quality time with them is is very i like it a lot and I, and it's crazy how it can connect you to other things yeah. So like I've recently like I've been reaching out to like other podcasts like hey but we already heard of you like we would like to connect and sit down with y'all and actually yeah. talk and stuff. But I just think um, time you know time is very very like one of the things that we have to hit on like hey like we've changed the dates of getting together or recording times and stuff oh, like okay. that just to modify mm-hmm. it to each other's schedule and stuff. But uh, man I just love just you know spending time with the boys and just like, meeting new people. I think yeah. that's the best thing. Mm-hmm. One. Yeah. <laughs> well, first I got a shout out to Jesus from uh, with TSI because he's the one I'm, I produced their yeah. uh, show, so I started with them. That's how I started doing podcasting by helping them out. I started editing, and then it kind of. Um, that's whenever I brought it up to uh, Jose. I was like, "Hey, we know I'm getting into it, so I would love to help you guys out." And it what what really helped me with podcasting is that like being able to speak and opening up my my conversation like yeah um, vocabulary and just um not being able to not being stuck on a word or anything or you know uh, opening up a, a very open conversation i'll say that because sometimes you won't get that from people and and it's kind of dull and i'm i'm looking more to understanding people on a personal base yeah and and i and i really enjoy doing that and uh, i'm really enjoyed doing that with these guys because you know we'll laugh we'll riff but whenever <laughs> we'll we'll really get into a, a serious note i mean you just said it like that this last episode was a lot different is that something that i want to hear I, I like hearing because it means we're growing we're yeah. getting a lot more intimate and i think it's very very good for our show what are like okay what advice would y'all give to someone who wants to start a podcast? Don't do it. And the, don't do it, man. <laughs> like, no, just, bro, just, just, just go just for it, bro. They're in a group. What What do you wish someone would have told you that you had to learn on your own or just through through the group? 
Uh, I would say learn to take criticism. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. um, because um, you won't know how if you sound bad. And no one, none of your friends and family will tell you that. Yeah. And it's important yeah, to do that. Yeah, you ask them, but you're yeah. good. Yeah, you're good, you're good. Yeah. You're you know? good. Oh, you and sound good. They're laughing in the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Yeah, look at <laughs> and then also just kind of learn from your mistakes. Like, yeah. you're going to have those days where you, you know, like me, I didn't reco- I hit record a couple times or um, some of the audio <laughs> was corrupted or and this yeah. and that, you know, someone couldn't make it, whatever. Um, it's, it's, it's about learning from your mistake and just keep keep going don't yeah. stop because when you stop you know you get you let your foot off the of the gas that's whenever you you know kind of fall apart how about yeah what are some of the challenges or mistakes that y'all had in the podcast that y'all had to overcome Do I <laughs> being on schedule, being on schedule. <laughs> so have you ran late have you had to, they have had to adjust for you Nah, adjusting not too much but i get there late most of the time okay Elias let me ask you this what are some of your goals as being a part of this group because y'all got some legs y'all got some consistency like if someone hears the osos golosos they can binge watch your stuff and really get to know you guys so are what are you thinking for the group you know you being a part of for the future yeah well I mean hopefully we get like a lot more viewers once we start doing that we can focus on like Kind of like what our target audience is going to be. Yeah. That way we found out what to hit, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. That way we can just focus a little more on that. And once we start doing that, we can start expanding slowly towards everybody else. Now, whenever you hear the word communication, because he was mentioning learning vocabulary, communicating well, being able to like just communicate with someone and bring the better out of them or whatever. How do you feel about communication when you started to now, has it improved? And how has your confidence been built when it comes to communication? That's about the same. And my communication actually got better whenever I started working at FedEx. Yeah. Because, I mean, I wasn't bad at it, but I was shy. But I just, once you have to do it for work, so you're yeah. like, you have to get over it. Like, bro, get over it and you'll be all right. How many, do y'all consider <laughs> your communication skills, let's say zero is like bad, 10 is like super good. Where are y'all? In, in that scale? I would say I'm at a, like a four. A four? Okay. <laughs> Five. Five. I would say a six. Six, um, okay. Because I, I talk too much. You talk too much. Okay. Yeah. But here's here's what I'm glad that y'all said. I thought y'all were all going to say ten. And oh, so, no. Oh, no. Uh, no. No, here, here's what I'm saying. For people that are watching, you know, you're watching and you're thinking, nah, these guys, man, their confidence, you know, for communicating is high. And you are doing this with that's average or below average, except for my man here. You got six. Right? You <laughs> give yourself a six, but still, it's not really high. But you're just committed to the craft, mm-hmm. and that's what keeps you going. And and so sometimes people need to hear that. Yeah. Just because you're not like amazing at something, it, it shouldn't stop you from doing it. Yeah. So I'm, I want to just say that I love that you shared those numbers, and I think it's important because I like to encourage people to step into their creativity or their hidden talent but they might not be good at it in the beginning so that those first steps it's hard and so there you go man a a four a five and a six and so (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're talking about um what's it called a belt belt sizes (laughs) so 40 15 and (laughs) six okay i'm gonna ask y'all some more deeper questions and then we'll just We'll just see how it goes, okay? We'll start with you, and if you feel like you want to answer the same one, go ahead, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to ask all of y'all the same one, okay? What is the most important lesson in life that you have learned? Oh, dang. 
um, I would just say just stop being in your turtle show. Yeah. So like I'm very introvert. Um, I don't talk to nobody unless I'm talking, like I'm spoken to and stuff. So like I have this like real serious look, and then I don't talk to nobody, mm. and like uh, unless you talk to me, then I'm wide open, yeah. you know. So I, I learned to like, hey, you gotta engage the first conversation, go up to people and talk to them because that's that's out of my comfort zone. I don't I don't do that at all, you know. But like I said, like like Elias said, working at FedEx has helped me kind of like break it open because we have to see every, people every day yeah. ask for signatures you know go to stores <laughs> have to deal and with certain situations too yeah, yeah and it's i think just they helped me uh just break out of my show man to be honest <laughs> yeah elias this is a, no no oh. not, not that, i'm gonna ask you a different <laughs> one okay i got you what do you what do you think the key to happiness is humor humor bro you gotta learn how to laugh if you don't know how to laugh you won't be able to overcome anything yeah so I like it. I, yeah. I, okay, let me. Ask, do you have a joke? Do you have any jokes? Oh, no, the you don't have any memorized. <laughs> no. Okay, I just thought I asked. I, I don't either. But some people are good at telling no, jokes. I wish I, I was a comedian, but no. <laughs> yeah. Juan, what inspires you to create? Because the podcasting platform and what you are doing with the videos and all that—you got to be a creative. First of all, do you consider yourself a creative? Um, now I do. Yeah. yeah, I didn't in the beginning, but I now I do. What inspires you to continue to create? Um. Just seeing um, us grow, really, like, um, you know, we eat every day, so we get bigger. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, being able to just kind of have a good time. And, and, and to me, this is also a hobby, but also a job that I love. And it inspires me to keep going and, you know, eventually, hopefully get paid to do this kind of stuff. And um, seeing that, like, you know, some people do that and still have fun and consider this a job that's kind of what my angle would love to, i would love to to kind of go towards yeah and just again learning more in more interesting conversations where i can find you know new things about myself that i you know didn't really and understand because i didn't have that perspective and now i do so you know i and it and it kind of stems from like how you when you ask uh, jose about like you know what 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 do you what's your biggest advice is like you know being able to just jump in it just jump into whatever you're doing and that's kind of how i felt about podcasting and, yeah. and video stuff because i was like well i better do it because if not you know time is passing by yeah what do each of you this is for all of you and what do y'all enjoy doing in your free time and here's why i'm asking i like to always preface my questions a lot of people don't know how to just enjoy free time it's either working responsibility and it does, it's not good for your mental health. Like, you got to be able to pull away, do something you enjoy. Yeah. So what's something y'all enjoy or y'all do in your free time? Uh, play video games, though. Video games? <laughs> video what games. Uh, what um, console? What game are you playing right now? Console? I mean, it's Xbox, but everybody looks PlayStation. But uh, games I'm playing right now is like, a new one came out for Xbox. It's uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Okay. Is it like interactive? You play, you have headphones and you mm -hmm. talk with people? Yeah, you got a whole headset and you buy the party of four. And now then you go and hunt monsters. I'm gonna okay. How how old are you? I'm I'm forty. Me? Okay, so there you go. I said it. I'm twenty seven. <laughs> twenty seven. Okay, so I wanted to talk talk about gaming because yeah. I've never done the console talking with people. Yeah. Like when I was growing up, Sega came out. 
like I, I was playing Sega on a TV and then they're like the first Nintendo with the four buttons or what two buttons. That's what I was playing, right? And then we grew and we kind of stepped into Sega, Super Nintendo, the and then the, the beginning, <laughs> yeah, Dreamcast and the first PlayStation. But it's so different now than oh, it was yeah. back then. Did you ever, pl- have you played the yeah. vintage stuff? Yeah, I played Sega, Nintendo, Dreamcast, not so much. And how do you feel? Like, What's the comp- like for you? The comparison, like, is are they, is it super boring to play the old stuff? No, I still love it. But you like it's it? all for the nostalgia. Yeah, because yeah. okay. like me and my cousins would play that a lot. Like whenever I was younger, that's all we did—just play video games. And we would like either I go to their house, they come to my house, or we go to somebody else's house. Okay, I'm gonna do this do. move, this gesture. Okay, see if y'all recognize it. Any of you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kiss it. What's that? Nintendo 64. That's the Nintendo. Nintendo. Bro, you can <laughs> blow Nintendo, it. Nintendo. Yeah. And then you have to. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, we that's that gap. Is big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We just. <laughs> Free time. What do you uh, do? I like to work out, bro. I like, yeah. I like to kick to the gym. So. Yeah. I see your, your Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, you're, you're hitting the gym. I, and I, I want to encourage you to keep going. What's mm-hmm. your goal? Uh, my goal is to be at 250. 250. You getting yeah. close? Uh, I, I lost like 20 pounds since I started. So Nice. Yeah. Well, I can't wait. When you hit that 250, man, it's yeah. going to be a great day, not only for you, but I think the people that are watching you yeah. and someone encourage you. Yeah, that's what I tell the girls. I'm like, you better, you better, you better, you better, you better start now because if not, I'm going to start acting a fool, man. Yeah. <laughs> I get it, man. How about you? Free time. What do you enjoy doing? Um. I would kind of generalize it and say just doing things in groups. I think that's the funnest thing, um, whether it's like video games, because I play video games mm-hmm. pretty much every day. Um, and being able to play a video game together, it just really just heightens your the game experience. Yeah. Um, I also like to go to concerts, you know, going to concerts together, uh, honestly, is a lot of fun. Um, I actually learned or decided to go to my like first two concerts by myself. Different experience. I really enjoyed it. I'll be honest. Okay. Um, so it was a very, uh, very good feeling that yeah. kind of like I helped overcome that for myself. You weren't um, like, yeah, the whole, this is my song. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still yeah. like. I kind of know where to hug. Exactly. I can't like no one see my reaction. No. Yeah. <laughs> but I learned to because everyone's there in in terms of a concert. Like it's everyone's there for the same reason to see that artist. So, mm. and in a way, everyone's there together. Yeah. So, um, and then really just because um, we used to ride motorcycles too. Um, dirt, all three of us. Dirt bikes, road bikes? Mm, road bikes. Oh, okay. And road so bikes. we, again, riding together was the funnest time and just being able to conversate because we had Bluetooth, oh, like yeah. Santa headsets. So we were just which, um, <laughs> while on the road and stuff. So it just made the experiences a lot more fun, a lot yeah. more enjoyable and memorable. Fun, scary. Scary too, yeah. No, really yeah, yeah. No, the adrenaline is no. insane. What do you think? <clears throat> makes a good friend and we'll start over there and we'll go this way Mm, i would say um trust Uh, trust is hard to come by you know i can i can always talk to these guys and i always know that they'll sometimes they'll be around the bush but like i always tell them look look bro give me to be straight and they're the ones to tell me because it's hard to find people that will tell you how it is you know yeah and i think that's trust is like the big thing for me you know once somebody breaks in then you're dead to me basically (laughs) (laughs) i would say loyalty yeah loyalty and honesty because that's all i need to have friend yeah. anything over that don't need it <laughs> i hear you man yeah i would say uh being able to stick through the tough times like um 
if whether if it's just you know situation a loss or anything like that being able to you know be there for that person or them for you um um or just kind of um being able to even just give give a phone call and and talk yeah um and and just um you know talk about whatever it doesn't doesn't have to mean anything but the important thing is to kind of say like hey you know we're still you know in our lives communicating and 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 thinking about you know that they're doing good in life as well you know and um i think also like when it comes to some because i've had friends where they're very petty yeah they don't want they don't like oh you don't hit me up anymore man you don't you don't you don't hit me up or Mm -hmm. you always you're always doing things and you don't invite me or anything like that and it's like that's that pettiness that i don't like it like when you when you when it comes to like when you realize that like everyone's life is moving differently yeah you're able to kind of say like hey i'm i'm able to hang out with you and experience something else and then catch you up and and that's how it should be yeah what is something that you're most proud of in your life so far I would say this podcast for me. Yeah. All the things I bought with my own money. By what? All the things that I bought with my own money, like <laughs> that I worked for. I'm like, got it. So you, your effort mm-hmm. and the money, I, I love it. Man. All, the All my effort pays off. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, All the yeah. motorcycles you got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would just say my ability to keep my head up and keep a smile on my face no matter the stuff I go through. Yeah. So, yeah, so the Osos Golosos podcast. Give me the plugs. And I'm going to put them on the description, but go ahead and let everybody that's watching know who you are. <laughs> well, you know, you've you, you heard it from us. Also, the Golosos Podcast. You can find us on any uh, plot, podcasting platform, um, you know, on Spotify, Google Podcast, um, Apple Podcast, anything like that of the sort. Um, we're on YouTube. Just look up Also Golosos Podcast. On TikTok, you can see our clips at uh, Osos Golosos mm-hmm. Podcast. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, we're at osos.golosos.podcast. Um, and, um, yeah, <laughs> follow us on any of those social medias. You know, give us a shout-out. Say what's up. Um, you know, much love to Sam for having us on. And, Thank you, guys. Um, yep. If you guys came from there, you know, give us a shout-out. Any final thought? Anything you want to close with? It? Something funny? Nothing. I don't got a joke, bro. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're not we're not really like jokesters on the spot. We're yeah. just, we're just no, no, like, that's all go good. off the dome and stuff. All right. Yeah. Did you learn anything? I'm gonna ask. Put you on. Did you learn anything for sitting here today with the Feld podcast? Of course, man. I think um, having a more serious tone version of us is is as a a breath, a breath of fresh air because we're not used to that. Yeah. And it's kind of like we know how to speak. Um, kind of more. Uh, um, intimately but it's nice to have it just us three um you know sharing it with you thank you guys Mm -hmm. for coming on so you know guys i'm going to put the description below follow them listen to them and just watch their growth man we're all from fort worth and we're all trying to do this this thing this podcasting thing so thank y'all guys for coming on don't forget go ahead can i ask you something yeah go ahead what have you been (laughs) listening to this week uh well Music, podcast, music, um, internet, YouTube. Look, I'm gonna. I have to because there's. Um, <laughs> we usually Inaho- ask that every every end of the episode. So I was like, yeah. well, let me let me ask you that. Yeah, Inahosa is. Um, she's a, a. I think she's she does radio for in, in like NPR. Mm-hmm. So I got her book, and nice. I'm listening to her book. I was trying to find it here, but it's under her name, Maria Inahosa. So I'm listening to to hers because she did a big project with, and she won these awards, and she just. 
documented a guy's journey being in jail and coming out of jail mm. and 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 i heard the whole thing and i was like she wrote a book i said i gotta listen to it and so that's what i'm listening to right now awesome, she's, kind of, she's a latina she's doing it big and so i just she's inspiring me right now yeah that's awesome, man. Great question. Reading books. Sorry. Yeah, reading books. I need to start doing that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Get my vocabulary up there. <laughs> yeah, for real, yeah. Well, if there's, if there's anything I can do, and I'm putting this on the air, obviously, but to help y'all, whatever, I'm here, mm-hmm. and, and y'all just keep on going, man. Y'all got yeah. my support. Yeah, appreciate well, I mean, you, bro. Any, appreciate you. And well, this applies to both of us. Give us a follow. Give us a like mm-hmm. and share our content. Spread it around with your friends. That yeah. helps all of us. And thank y'all. And you know what I always say? <laughs> We'll see y'all on the next one, guys. Good job. Thank you. Thank you, Sam.